When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It was two years ago, Bryce Isaiah set sail on the maiden voyage of the Purple Pants podcast. From the start, I always knew Bryce was going to make us laugh, but I had no idea about the powerful force of positivity that Bryce was about to unleash on the world. In our darkest times, Bryce, you've been there for us every week to make us smile and to remind us that we need to love each other and especially love ourselves. I asked some of the RHAP patrons to tell me what Bryce and the Purple Pants podcast meant to them. I got so many responses, but a couple of them that touched me, Sheldon said, literally has brought a new perspective in my life and made me laugh on the darkest of days, taught me that self-care is not selfish, love being part of the Purple Pants Posse. Angel said, incredibly funny, humble, heartfelt, and genuine and not timid about standing up to the injustice with a fiery passion. Elizabeth said, the Purple Pants Podcast keeps me sane. It's my lifeline when I'm feeling blue, my motivation when I want to give up, and my guide when I don't know what to think in this chaotic world. I truly believe part of my success and motivation in the last two years has come from Bryce and the Purple Pants Posse. And Michelle says, Bryce's openness about everything but especially his path on the road to be a better Bryce is inspiring and makes me want to be better and do better Bryce I'm so proud of what you've built on the Purple Pants podcast you Barb and all of your guests have made us all better congratulations on all your success and baby boy we can't wait to see what you accomplish next because it's a it's a purple pants podcast it's the purple pants it's the purple pants it's the purple pants podcast you better get your headphones and listen up quick it's the purple pants podcast you better listen in public might make your stomach hurt it's the purple pants podcast you're trying to unwind you better get that box wine it's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to get your snack. You better hurry right back, though. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, and welcome to episode 104. It's a anniversary 2.0. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Play that music. DJ, play that music. Anniversary. 
oh, oh, it's a, 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 Yes, I serve as your gracious and humble host of two years, Bryce Isaiah. How is everyone been doing? How I'm doing? Okay. I am screaming to the top of my lungs. It's our anniversary. Yes, Purple Pants Posse. It's a our anniversary. Now listen, when I was preparing to record this episode, I was thinking to myself, child, why y'all the longest relationship I ever been? I ain't never got to celebrate a two-year anniversary with a man. But okay, guess what? I get to celebrate a two-year anniversary with my podcast, with the posse. We did it. Listen, in this two-year span, If you have not already, please make sure you subscribe to the Purple Pants Podcast. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, wherever it is that you get your podcasts from. We are there. Okay. Listen, do me a favor for the two year anniversary. You want to do something for your baby boy. Make sure when this podcast comes out. Please, whatever platform you see it on the Instagram, the Twitter, the Facebook, share it, comment. It's a milestone. I want to celebrate it with you guys. And listen, also, give your baby boy a review. Okay, give me some five stars. Okay, that's what I want for my anniversary. Y'all hear me? Share this podcast. Write a review. You see something on the Instagram, comment. Okay, write wherever it is that you listen at the podcast at. Write your baby boy a review. Listen, we have made it to two years. I cannot believe it. Okay. I am so excited. I am so happy to be on a journey to a better Bryce with you all. You know, I share my highs, my lows, my in-betweens. I share it all with you guys and I wouldn't have it any other way. I am so excited. Listen, I just want a party. I want to jam, okay? And that's what this episode is. It's going to be a big party. I cannot believe that we have made it two years. I just want to stop and say thank you so much, Robert, for believing in your baby boy, for having me on after Kagiyan is where we started our relationship. Actually, where we started our relationship was when they, you know, did the Kagiyan cast reveal. Okay, I don't know how baby boy Robert then found you a freak. I'm a freak. Let's get free. Okay, that's where our bromance started. And since then, you know, we've been thick as thieves. I've been coming on, okay, doing all of the crazy shenanigans, the survivor recaps. Okay, listen, I went from having been at the end of the podcast to then it became its own podcast. Okay, then I got my spot on a family visit. Okay, and then your baby boy has his own podcast. So, Robert, thank you so much. You truly inspire me. You know, I love you and I thank you so much for seeing my light and wanting to amplify it. I so appreciate that to my Purple Pants 
Pena's posse. Listen, first of all, y'all listen, am I giving my Grammy Award winning speech? Okay. I want to give thanks to God above. Okay. To the Purple Pants Posse. Thank you for riding out with me. Thank you for cussing me out when I need to be cussed out. Thank y'all for telling me when I say a word wrong. Thank you for sliding in them DMs. Okay. Thank you for pointing out the freaks of the week for me. Listen, we go together. I said that on episode one and two years later, we still go together. Listen, I know we all in celebration mode, okay? Because it's our anniversary. But listen, let me give y'all an update on these GNAT fungis. Okay? Because listen, it's war at this point, okay? It's war. <laughs> and I mean it. Told y'all. Trying to be all fancy, you know, at the beginning of the spring, I didn't bought this $60 fertilizer plant soil and baby, did it fertilize my plant? No. Did it bring GNAT fungi into my house? It did. Okay. Now I've been on the road to getting a GNAT fungi free house because they taking over my house. So I, the beginning of it all, I changed the soil Bitch, they came back, okay? You know, I listened to Miss Amy, child. She said, get the mosquito bites in the river rocks, child. It seems like the mosquito, it seems like the G-Nats enjoy the river rocks, okay? It seems like it's that's their hiding spot, okay? Barb told me to drench the um the soil and alcohol, worked for a second, but baby, the G-Nats came back. So at this point, child, I done got the sticky fly tape hanging in my windows. It's covered in them. But, okay, listen, at this point, it's Bryce 2, GNATS 4. Now, I done bought, so the, the sticky tape, I done bought, they had these little, like, cute little butterfly shapes. That's the sticky uh tape, the fly tape that you can, like, put in the soil so it, like, sticks out, so it sticks really close to the soil. Baby, bought it on Amazon. They said they had a pack of five, a pack of 20, or a pack of 40. I bought the pack of 40. So, my plants in my living room are really the ones that are most affected. My plants in, like, my uh, dining room, they, like, I don't really see them as much, but they're there. So, I've got the little sticky tape, put it in the soil, baby, an hour later, I came back, the, the door was covered. So, the next day, I took the sticky tape out, put some more in, more in, more in. I took to the Twitter. I showed the Twitter. Okay. Then my friend Nicole, she was like, well, have you tried apple cider vinegar, soap, and sugar? So, baby, I had to wait till I got paid. Okay. So, this Friday, I didn't Zoom to Target. And um, in Philadelphia and Target, we know in, in the city of Philadelphia, they no longer give out plastic bags. So, now it's like these reusable bags, which I'm all here for because, listen, I love a bag. Okay. I got bags to put bags in. I got, so anyway, I was just happy to get some reusable bags. Um, So, went to Target. Now, mind you, she said you had to put them in mason jars. Now, mason jars are a little expensive. So, child, I got the little uh, plastic cups that, like, you know, you go to a holiday party, you buy the little small plastic cups where you make a punch so that you don't give them the big cup so they don't empty your punch out. Y'all know what I'm talking about. So, I got the small little plastic cups. I did the apple cider vinegar, did a shot of that, did sugar, uh, did soap, put it all throughout my house. Baby, that ain't work, okay? The gnats ain't going for that. What is interesting enough, though, is, like, I propagate a lot. So, if I propagate and put a plant in the window, 
in the window, it seems like they're attracted to more of the water than the apple cider vinegar. So, child, I ain't even, even been using the apple cider vinegar no more. I've just been taking shots of the apple cider vinegar every morning. Ooh. Ooh, that, uh, my throat just got that feeling because you want to take the shot. That's what my throat, my throat be like, ooh, you know what I'm talking about. So, listen, then my friend Nicole sent me this thing that's $45. Now, people use it. It's like an electric zapper. Yes, that, that's what, listen, that's where we're going at this point. An electric zapper. It's $50 on Amazon, okay? Had to wait till I got paid. Okay, because you know, you know, you know the way the budget is set up. So I'm waiting for supposed to get delivered this Tuesday. It's for mosquitoes, but they say you can use it for other little insects. So listen, I'm bringing out the atomic bomb now. I didn't now. <laughs> at this point, I probably didn't spent like three hundred dollars try to get these genets out. Now, the one plant that I was trying to save my heart's a palm, it looks like it's probably dying from all of the things that I've been doing to it. So, uh, listen, but my original plant that I got it from, it sprouted another root or sprouted another like leaf. So I broke that leaf off and I'm currently propagating that. And in hopes that I can save my other heart of palm plants, because I really wanted to like give my heart of palm plants out for Christmas this year. But listen, uh, who knows? So I'm waiting for the bugger to come out. Uh, not the bugger, the electric zapper to come out because we're going to see what that does. And in the meantime, Barb done surprised me with she bought me like 20 pounds of new soil. Now, my mom keeps saying, Bryce, I will come to your house and we're going to like replant the. Pl-. No, Barb, we're not replanting them because I already replanted them and they came back. And so my mom's like, well, if you don't want me to come over, just say that. No, girl, you come over. We can get drunk and play with Kimmy, but we're not repotting the plants. So. I also, um, this summer, I don't know if I told y'all, like I created a backyard oasis in my backyard. I've planted flowers and stuff. And even over the weekend, my friend Sarah came over because y'all know I'll be having my personal happy hours Mondays, Fridays, and sometimes Wednesdays, sometimes Tuesdays, and sometimes Thursdays uh, in my backyard. You know, after work, have a little cocktail out there. Um, and I realized that some of the soil uh, that infested me, not, not, <laughs> Not infested me, infested my house. Let's just be clear, okay? Because words matter. Um, I remember I had a snake plant and I just put it outside. I also had a, I, I don't know what you call it. It's like a, it's not a palm plant, but it's something of the palm plant. And I remember I, I just put them outside because I was like, I'm not dealing with them anymore. And when I was having my happy hour with my friend Sarah I realized we were looking at the plant I'm like you know what the bugs aren't really in here and I had the thought that I know that the G gnat fungi they like moist water and so they <laughs> soil so you know when you water your plant they're like oh I love that and so I'm thinking that like my snake plant and this other palm plant that's outside it gets a like 10 hours of direct sun and so I'm thinking and you know I, I try to water them uh you know first of all I let the mother nature water them but you know when I see the soil is extremely dry I will water them but I'm starting to think that maybe the direct sun dries the soil out and the genets are like no more so I while we were sipping our cocktails and uh jamming to Ashanti B2K and Tamiya and Destiny's Child in my backyard we took some of the plants like my heart of palm plants that is currently dying um it's starting to yellow a little bit in the leaves i put it outside and another one of um, a fiddly fiddly fig that has the gnats i put it outside and um i'm hoping just testing it out because like i said it's war okay i'm not playing with them 
I'm going to see what happens when I let the soil completely dry out from the sun to see if maybe that can get rid of the GNATs. And if it is, it's going to piss me off because I could have saved myself the hundred dollars. But listen, I had to give you all this GNAT. Fly, un- fly, fungi update because at this point it's war and it's personal. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so into it, but listen, y'all not going to ruin my house. And then I'm curious, like when the fall comes, like are they still just going to be here like fall or like do they like who knows? But listen, I'm going to keep y'all updated, but I just had to bring that information to y'all because listen, I get the DMs, I get the tweets, y'all be wanting to update. And so listen, it's our anniversary. So I'm so excited for this episode. So let me give you the rundown of this week's episode. Okay, we've got a special church announcements for you this week. And on the menu this week, we go back down back down memory lane okay i had my purple pants podcast intern sophia and shout out to her boyfriend matt i had her pull some clips from this last year okay because you know i gotta be specific this last year because we got two years under our belt so i gotta let y'all know what year we talking about so she pulled some really powerful really funny uh clips and we kind of go back down memory lane of this last year we've got a special barb's message and we got a freak of the week i'm so excited for you guys to celebrate this two-year anniversary with me so listen what like you know what listen we talked about the GNATs, okay? Listen, we didn't got through what the podcast gonna be about, so listen, let's get into the church announcements, cause it's a anniversary to point Izzo. Guys, what is going on? It is your favorite Survivor News anchor. Hopefully your favorite uh, circle player, the baby boy himself, Jack Atkins. I know you guys haven't heard from me in a minute. That's going to change real soon with season 41 coming up. But I wanted to bring you guys the church announcements today. And I wanted to shout out Bryce on two-year anniversary of the Purple Pants podcast. It's been amazing to be a part of it, however small my role may have been. It is just a fantastic achievement for Bryce. Went from third boot in Kageya to the, the CEO of the Purple Pants Posse. In the Purple Pants podcast, he's doing amazing things, uplifting people, entertaining people. It, it is so it is so worth of worthy of congratulations. So, Bryce, I want to shout you out. I also want to say, guys, church announcements is about uplifting people. Uh, that's not usually my thing, but I want to tell you guys, like Bryce has chased his dream with the with the with the podcast. I, be, I before I was on the circle, you know me as a Survivor fan, Jack. That's still what I am. But I, I chased my dreams, ended up on the show. I want to let you guys know at home that that's something possible for all of you guys too. Whatever you got your set sight on, your sights set on, get after it. Take those baby steps towards it, uh, and you never know what's gonna happen. Do a little bit of manifesting, but you know you got, you got to make your own luck. Put those things into action, and it always starts with the baby steps, guys. So whatever's on your mind, whatever you want to accomplish, obviously have that hot girl summer, but make it a hotter girl summer with some major achievements guys going after your dreams and i hope everyone enjoys the rest of the podcast but again congratulations bryce on two years of the purple pants podcast and i can't wait to be back in your ears purple pants posse when this new survivor season comes out i'm so excited love you guys 
It's a man who? It's a man you? Meeting potatoes like we're cooking up a great stew. It's a man who? It's a man you? Meeting potatoes like we're cooking up a great stew. And keeping the menu rolling in celebration of our, that's right, our two-year anniversary. Okay, we're going to go back down memory lane. Oh, oh, back down memory, memory, memory lane of the last year of the Purple Pants podcast. I've pulled some clips that really resonated with me. And, you know, I wanted to go back down memory lane. Oh, yeah. Listen, in my head, I can sing. So don't judge me. The first clip I want to reflect on comes from episode 59, Protecting Your Peace. We had Caitlin Harmon from Big Brother on. And, you know, she really talked about balancing your needs with friends needs. And I just thought it was, you know, listen, protect your peace. The one thing that you need to be aware of, if if these are true friends of yours, and I mean like sisters, like brothers, like people that really are close to you. There is not judgment or there should not be judgment if you need to take a step back to work on you. Um, I think a lot of times we get so caught up in what we think that the other person is thinking about us that we don't even realize that they don't really even care that much. But if you're telling me that you have friends that are maybe um, you find yourself having to apologize a lot or make up for certain things, I think it's important to understand that their needs do not and never should come before yours. And that might sound extremely selfish. And some of you might be listening, maybe some more empathetic people, um, sympathetic people listening, saying that might not be true. That is the truth. If you want, especially where you're at in your life right now, you're saying you're becoming more of an adult and you want to take this this journey of self-help and self-love a little bit more seriously, this is the time to take it more seriously. And I think there's a big fear behind uh, ending relationships or or putting a stop on relationships because you don't want to be that person, but you don't have to do that. I think it's not black and white and it's not all or nothing. And you are entitled to take the space that you need to rebuild yourself. And if that means that you revisit the friendship in a few weeks, a few months, whatever the case may be, if they're really that person to you, they'll be open with open arms to accepting the friendship back to the place it is. But um, you, you you have to put yourself first. There's and, and true friends are going to understand that. And if they don't, you need to reevaluate who they are to, to you in your life. And let's be clear. Not one lie was told. OK. And what Caitlin just said. OK. If they yo real friends, families, loved one. OK. If you want to roll to a better you. They need to understand and respect that and allow you to have your space to grow. Come on, somebody. Ooh, listen. Ooh, that's just so crazy that it, though, it still resonates today. Now, moving on to my next clip, okay? This one comes from episode 64, Spread the Faith, okay? And I just got one word to say. Ozzy! A class of the RHAP 2020, Raheem Filder Bay, posted a photo that said Ozzy has an OnlyFans, okay? And in the photo, it's like a profile shot of Ozzy Lust. And in the bio of his OnlyFans, it says CBS Survivor's first porno ever just dropped. And I, ooh, and you know me, I had to take to the group. And I said, wait a minute, is this real? 
<laughs> okay, because you know I love me a poverty, I love me a Siri, and I've always loved me a Ozzy. You know I would love them to this type of level. So you know the people in the group was you know responding back, but I said, uh uh-uh, let me take this to the Twitter. Okay, let me get my purple pants posse involved. So I tweeted, taking a break from the election. Somebody said Ozzy got an OnlyFans, and Bay Bay the purple pants posse went off. Okay, now I had to start a thread. I said, so who's going to subscribe and send me the research? I'm doing a school project, okay? And let me just tell you, I don't know if some of these people are a member of the Purple Pants Posse, but I like to thank you personally, baby. The way my DMs started lighting up, okay? I did not know that Ozzy was in a porno, okay? They sent me the link, and the porno was kind of sort of set up like the real world. It was almost like a, you know, first of all, yes, I did watch, okay? The elections were stressing me out, and like I said, the way my anxiety is set up, you know, I needed some Aussie to soothe my life, okay? So, this video was set up like it was like the real world. And baby, ooh, chile, yay, yay, yay. Oh, I, I, Aussie, okay? No, that ain't even right. Aussie, baby, okay? Do it hang, okay? Do it hang, baby. It hangs. So in the video, you get to see all what Ozzy is working with, okay? But that didn't stop, okay? Because some of my purple pants posse, they didn't join the OnlyFans, okay? Listen, because we we support over here, and they started sending me. I guess his OnlyFans is a little dry; it don't got that much. But if you reach a certain level tier in the OnlyFans, he DM you a photo, and you know my purple. Pants Posse sent me the photo. Baby, Ozzy! Lower my anxiety, okay? So then, I'm like, ooh. I, I, listen, this I'm saying this here, and I'm saying this now. You know the 2021 calendar came out. The Zaddy calendar, that is. Baby, I'm starting the committee. We need Ozzy on that 2022 calendar, okay? Listen, the 2022 Bryce Isaiah calendar might be P, uh, 18 and older because, baby, listen, Ozzy, Ozzy, whoo, baby, 10987654321, and I started with the number 10 for a reason, okay? <laughs> I'm here for Ozzy. Listen, and I'm still doing my school research, okay? Ozzy. The one thing that I loved about that clip and even during that time, um, and I even did a YouTube reaction video to Ozzy's OnlyFans, I, you know, word got around to Mr. Ozzy. And he definitely reached out and thought that it was hilarious. And, you know, just he said that he admired and loved me. First of all, how you listen, I didn't even know Ozzy knew who I was. And um, even I think I talked about this before, but um, after doing the research on the OnlyFans, I had just given him some tips on how I thought that he could make his OnlyFans a little more OnlyFans-esque. And baby, Ozzy then took the tips and he even reached out afterwards and was just like, I definitely see the growth and the engagement from his fans and followers. And so, you know, since doing that research, Ozzy and I have become friends. I got the number. I can call a text. 
Ozzy whenever I want. So um, that's just hilarious. Okay. All in the name of research. Now I want to fast forward to episode 72, Vulnerable and Bay Bay. This is when Bridgerton took the internet, took the Netflix by storm. And whew, I had something to say about the Duke. And I got back home and Bay Bay, I watched like six episodes of Bridgerton. Bridgerton. Now I hear what y'all are saying. I so understand when you're like, it. you just want to know what happens. Baby, I want to know what happened. Who? There's so many characters that I love. There's so many characters that I don't love. There's so many characters that I liked that I didn't like. But baby, let me just make it clear. It's the Duke for me. Baby, I'm trying to be the Duke of Bridges too, okay? Take me down. You don't want to have kids, Duke? Don't worry about it. We won't have kids. I can't give you kids, baby. So listen, you need to get rid of Lady Bridgerton and come on to Bryce Isaiah. Woo! Okay, sorry. <laughs> but it's the Duke for me, okay? If you don't know, baby, it's the Duke for me. It's also the Brit- Lady Bridgerton's older brother, okay? Oh, I can sing opera too. Wait a minute. Oh, where Mary J. Blas at? I can love you, baby. Okay, it's also the older brother of the Bridgerton for me as well. So I'm here for it. One thing that I do love about Bridgerton is that it is a period piece. And, you know, like, I don't even know, like, what period is it? Like, you know, the 1800s uh, back in England. And but it's the diversity for me. Okay, to have a black queen, to have a black duke, to have so many just people that look like me. And I was talking to one of my friends, Dara, about this show, who she was really um, telling me to watch it. And I just was like, oh, okay. And for me, my friend Dara is a period piece. Like, I want to say, ho. She loves all. And mind you, you would never guess that a person like her is a period piece person, but she is. And she was saying something to me how, as a little girl, when she used to watch it, because mind you, she would be like seven, eight, nine, ten, watching like pieces that her mom would be like, why are you watching this? And she would always say for her as being a black female to watch period pieces, she only could see herself in those roles as the maid, the help. And so for her to be able to watch this show and to see the queen be a woman of color, to see other women of color be admired and loved, it, it really did her heart good. Now, she had some other issues of towards the plots, but it, does, it didn't matter. But for me, I just really love it. And I like the fact that it's just so many plots and so many twists and turns at once. I'm just here for it. Yes. And I'm here for season two. They need to hurry up, even though we know the Duke ain't going to be returning. It's all right. You know, because they season two is going to be exploring the other brothers. So it will be interesting. I did get some Tito that during production, they had to shut down like three times. Somebody had tested positive for COVID. They shut down. They came back and then somebody else has a positive. So I'm not sure if in 2021 we're going to get Bridgerton. We might get it in 2022. But listen, as long as season two is coming. I'm here for it. Throughout this last year of the Purple Pants podcast, I felt like I have grown as a podcaster. I felt like there were times where I felt compelled 
to use my platform to speak on my truths and to speak on things that I saw and how they affected me. Um, when I started the podcast, this was something that not necessarily I wanted to do. I, I just wanted to be hee hee ha ha Bryce. But as the, the Purple Pants Posse has grown, as I have grown, I've realized that it is my duty to speak on things that are important to me. And I am so blessed and grateful that I have a posse behind me that listens and wants to hear from me. Um, and this next episode comes from my first emergency episode ever comes from episode 73 double standards. And I talk about the terrorists that raided our, our Capitol building. And I talked about my reflection of how a year previous with Black Lives Matter protests, the difference in what I saw when we all saw those terrorists live, you know, storming the Capitol. When I saw that, the only thing that I could think of my head was, baby, if those protesters were black and brown people, we already know what how it would have ended, how it would have turned. I mean, there. I mean, this summer in Philadelphia, they had tear gases. They had they riot gear. They had the bullets, rubber bullets, ready to go, and they used them extensively. But yet, we have terrorists, and I'm a call, and I'm and I'm a call them by their names terrorists and that was another thing that I was seeing all over the news calling them patriots where where do you see patriots at because <laughs> what I see on the TV is terrorists and just the the treatment that they received the lack of where was the deployment of the National Guard the lack of organization on our Capitol building, again, I just have to continue to say this because so that I understand it, so it makes sense to me, but the fact that our Congress, our senators were meeting today to count our electoral votes at the Capitol, and there was a large protest happening outside, and we know that the tensions have been high, and the, the lack of security, the lack of measures being taken to secure the safeties is just bizarre to me because anytime on the TV that I know and anytime that I've seen protests in Philadelphia when it comes to Black Lives Matters or things of that nature, the show of force is real. Oh, they out there. And so... For me, as a black man in America, it says, oh, they, they weren't worried about the supporters that were out there today. They, they weren't worried about that. And again, it just goes to this notion in our country that, you know, we've just got this long seated issue with race. And it, it, people are like, oh, it doesn't always boil down to race. But for me, as a openly gay black man in this country, it is because that's just how I see it. And it, I've just been conditioned that way because it's been my life experience. And I feel like today should have been an eye opener for so many people that this large crowd, predominantly white, outside the Senate, Went up to the, I, I mean, outside, went up to the Capitol steps and there, the response was so like, 
lackadaisic. So, I mean, and then when you saw the police interacting with them, and I'm talking about during the day, it just was like, well, this is really different. This is what I'm not used to seeing with police. I'm like, oh, my God, police can hold restraint. Because it seems to, when it comes to an unarmed African-American male, they seem to be trigger happy. Okay? But when it comes to this crowd of these terrorists, the response seems to be different. And that, for me, is really kind of, like, upset me. Like, I'm on the phone with my mom, and, you know, Barb is, like, in tears just saying, again, what she was, what I've just been echoing is that if the crowd looked different, the response would have been different. And I'm just like, that's not okay. And it's still not okay. And to see the treatment of how this judicial system is treating these terrorists, okay, I think they had sentenced one of the first people a couple of weeks ago, seven months. <sighs> Chile, don't even don't even get me started when we have black and brown men and women in jail serving 10 to 15 years for marijuana. Make it make sense. Purple Pants Posse. Make it make sense. Whew. On one of my bigger episodes this year, episode 85, Living Your Truth, in one of my more popular segments, The Casual T with Amon and B, okay? I, uh, we talked about intersectionality and I was explaining to Ahmad some of the resistance, uh, that I had received when the black survivor alums came together for us to want to meet with CBS about change, um, about representation, about the importance of having more representation, not only in front of the camera, but behind the camera. And here's a clip from our conversation. I've not only got to be the abused, I've not only got to be the hurt, then now I got to turn around and be the teacher. It's like, it's such a battle uh, to be a gay black man. And again, some people are like, oh, you screaming mm-hmm. too much, you say too much. And like I've said earlier on, I even see when I, the Black Lives Matter movement was happening in the survivor community, when we were all coming together to really like try to get CBS to, uh, to see us, that, you know, to see 50% BIPOC, you know, I was very vocal in that community saying like, I'm a gay black man and I think it's important for me to say that and baby the resistance that I received from some people oh (laughs) it's crazy like essentially I was told to shut up and uh, be black you are black first well no I'm actually not I'm a gay black man understand what that is oh my god oh my god I had a conversation with somebody else. It's crazy. And it's like, people don't understand that. They don't understand the fight that we go through. Like, oh, they're like, oh, the LGBTQ movement is doing amazing. Well, let's just be clear about that because in the LGBTQ community, it's a white gay man's community. We are still seeing intersectionality. Intersectionality. I don't understand why people are so freaking stupid when it comes to that stuff. So it's crazy. It's it's a lot. They do not understand. And I, I get it. Some people, they they just don't. And so why I always come from a place of love, why I always am like, you know, screaming from the top of my lungs. And if anyone heard my church announcements this episode, this is even the more reason that it's important for me. This year, we did not, you know, we had some serious topics. We had some fun topics. But, you know, overall, it was a lot of great milestones. Um, Essentially, during this past 
last year, okay, your baby boy became a Netflix phenomenon. Okay, maybe not me. You know, maybe Coggy All season 28, okay, joined the Netflix family and, you know, the love and support that all of us from Coggy have received have been so amazing. And I had the honor and the privilege to have my partner in crime okay miss morgan from the beauty tribe come on and this next clip comes from our interview on episode 88 dynamic duo one thing i did want to ask you was throughout the season people seem to think that you were one of the lazier players do you agree Mm -hmm. with that statement would you have done anything differently to come off better at camp life oh yes i was lazy (laughs) i was straight up um yeah. I crack up and I don't mean to cut you off though, but I crack up when people call you lazy because I'm like, technically, is it lazy when you know you lazy and like you're doing it on purpose? Like for me, I'm like, that's her strategy. Yeah. Um, I think that I was very um I got used on the beauty tribe. You would do so much, and then once you were gone, LJ and Jeremiah really did so much that I think all three of us girls would just sit around and it wasn't even it wasn't even talked about like the guys would just, you know, continue the fire and they would cook the rice. And we I was just so mentally drained. I mean, physically as well, that I was like, if they're going to make it, they're going to make my food and get my water, then more power to them. Thank you. Like, I just, <laughs> uh, yes. I mean, I should have helped out so much more and I didn't. And if I was to ever do it again, I, I would. But it was purely because I was exhausted. Like, I would just, I was amazed at how people had the strength to continue on and I was just dying out there Um, but I think it was mostly the mental strength that I just did not have at 21 years old Um, but yes no I was a lazy um, POS out there and uh, yeah people saw it and ultimately was the, the death of me out there. This next clip okay is a reflection of having a podcast and you know going back in the nostalgia and remembering about the CD clubs okay you, you buy a CD you know you get a 99 cents for 10 CDs okay you know I was going back down memory lane with my stepdad cause you know Barb didn't been married a couple times okay and you know I'm just telling this funny story and 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 I ooh, cause listen, my stepdad didn't listen to the podcast, okay? And he had a message for me. This clip comes from episode 91, Collection Co. I got a surprise phone call from my stepdad, Mr. Jim. That's my first stepdad, because you know Barb was married like three times to my dad, uh, my old stepdad, and my current stepdad. So my old stepdad, Mr. Jim, called me, and I, when I saw the phone ringing, I was like, oh, well, what he want? I picked up like, hey, Mr. Jim. He was like, Bryce. I'm like, hi. He was like, I listened to the podcast. I was like, and I, oh. I didn't even know my stepdad knew I had a podcast, y'all. But listen, he called to tell me that he listened to the podcast and it brought fond memories to his heart and that I still owe him $80. I said, now, wait a minute. I said, okay, Mr. Jim, I'm going to send you that money right on over. Okay, don't worry about it. You got cash app? He said, oh, I don't have cash app. I said, oh, I can't send you the money then. (laughs) 
But I was so surprised that my stepdad is a listener of the podcast. So I appreciate that. But listen, you ain't getting that money if you're listening. Listen, you got God. Okay. That was Spicy Bricey, young Spicy Bricey. And let's just be clear, Purple Pants Posse, Mr. Jim ain't get that $80 yet. And he ain't going to get it. <laughs> Let me stop because I already got myself in trouble. The next clip comes from episode 94, Compassionate Concern, when I have my annual conversation with the legend Francesca Hoagie. And this one really resonated with me. Um, we got to talk about a lot of different things uh, with Francesca this episode. But this episode, we really talked about like friendships and like the importance of like acceptance in friendships and how it's easy for us to give to others but you know sometimes for us to receive things back it can be difficult and anytime Franny is on a podcast listen she gathers my life so here is a clip of Francesca gathering me again uh and yes I just I I listen to these episodes where Francesca on repeat a lot of the times because they just ring so true to my life what I'm hearing is that you basically went into the friendship with a little bit of a um, so okay so you already shared that when you go into your friendships you're seeking there's part of you that's like seeking that acceptance which we're all seeking by the way right that's a fundamental human need um, and because you have you have some wounds you have some experiences about not being accepted that's something that is really at the forefront for you right it's not like I don't just want it's not just about connection is about acceptance and by the way I feel um, I really I really resonated and related to what you said about like when somebody when you feel really seen like that really means something to you and because I'm, I'm the same way so I, I get that okay um, and there's so you're basically going into your relationship then though with this little bit of this I need to do things in order for you to accept me mm. right because just being being me is not enough right so I have to do extra in order for you to accept me okay so does that resonate with no, you? No, I mean, yes, it does. <laughs> yeah. It's not on the notes, but yes, <laughs> it does. So what happens, why, and this is why, by the way, self, this is why self-love, it always comes back to self-love. And like mm. I said, I, I, the only reason I can talk about this is because I've been through this so many times, okay? <laughs> um, the, re, the thing about self-love and relationships is that we don't need to love ourselves so we can love other people because loving other people is easy giving to other people is easy it's actually receiving and believing that we're worthy of receiving that's that's the problem you know we couldn't do a year rewind of the purple pants podcast without having my brother okay wendell holland on the podcast and this comes from episode 96 hot mess house and wendell was on to promote his show on hgtv if you haven't already seen it listen it's on demand and they've added it on discovery plus come on plug in this clip, uh, we really model what our friendship is like. Uh, we do check-ins with each other, like how are you doing in your mental health? And Wendell had reminded us the importance of manifestation. And he reminded me that the last time that he was on the podcast prior to this current episode that, you know, he manifested that he wanted to be a host on HGTV. And guess what? Okay, on this podcast, we was getting ready for the premiere of Hot Mess House. So remember Purple Pants Podcast? 
posse, whatever it is that you want to do, whatever it is that you see for yourself, we got to speak it into existence. Checking in on you, how do you feel? Like, where's your mental health? How do you feel? You, where are you at? That's a that's a good question. I really appreciate it, Bryce, because you, in your profession, you're good at dialing in and and getting in tune with people and and seeing where they're coming from and asking them and helping them out. And you've been that kind of a friend to me. So I thank you for asking the question because I've come on your podcast um, and I've, I've spoken about highs and lows in my life. And right now I will say, you know what? It's like um, I have I have lots of highs right now. I, I finally when last I was on your podcast, you asked me to manifest something. Mm. And if I'm not mistaken, mm. I said something about I want to be an HGTV host mm. on your podcast a matter mm. of months ago. The following Sunday, my management got a call and said that this show needs a host this week. So literally, I manifested this thing on your show and it came to life. And obviously, it has to do with um, putting a lot of work in and staying ready. But I thought that I, I, st- I haven't really spoken that since then, but literally on your show, we talked about it and now it's really coming to life. I think that's awesome. This next clip comes from episode 97, Balance. Okay, well, we have the baby boy, Robert. Okay, we had a new season of Love After Lockup. And, you know, of course, I had to have the baby boy, Robert, come on. And, you know, we had to go through the list of the new inmates. Okay, the new love interest. And listen, (laughs) Robert had me cracking up. Okay, y'all hear me? I was cracking up. Now, another red flag for me was, you know, if you you know you ever got locked up rob and you know i'm interviewing little yeah. anthony and i'm like you know anthony you ever seen big rob in a long time what's the first thing you want to do when you see your dad i'm pretty sure anthony would be like you know eat pasta punch him in the stomach for being a douche <laughs> Like, um, yeah, like that's concerning. Mm. Then he pivoted. I mean, yeah, he pivoted. Then he was like, then give him a hug. Yeah. Happy Father's Uh, Day. Right. Doug. (laughs) That should be a card. Mm hmm. Haven't seen Dear it a long dad, time. <laughs> here's a punch in the stomach for being a douche. <laughs> then when you open the car, it's like your hands out and it's like, and also a hug. Happy Father's Day. Dear Dad, I know you wanted the four B's for Father's Day. <laughs> but instead, here's a punch in the stomach for being a douche. <laughs> Signed, Doug Jr. (laughs) This next clip is really powerful to me. Um, It comes from episode 98, Love Yourself, when we had the Brian Henry, a.k.a. DJ Brian Henry on the podcast, uh, where we really got to talk about a lot of different things. Uh, We got to talk about his behend block party, which is coming up this upcoming weekend in D.C. So if you haven't got your tickets, y'all better get them now. Okay, because me and the crew will be in D.C. 
uh, August 14th. But more importantly, this clip is one of the longer ones because it really is important to me. Um, and we talk about the importance of black gay role models and, you know, how important it is to see yourself uh, when you are a black gay man. And it, it just really is so important. And what I did not know at the time while Brian and I were recording this podcast, uh, this was essentially Brian's first public podcast saying that, you know, he was a member of the LGBTQ community. And at the time I did not know that. And it wasn't until after the podcast came out and I saw him post and comment about it that I was just like, wow, I was just truly honored that Brian uh, trusted me enough uh, to, to reveal his truth on this episode. And it's really powerful. Um, and again, I'm just so honored that he would trust me with that and that, you know, he felt this was a safe place uh, to utilize this platform uh, for representation, to show other people that, listen, you can live in your truth and you can be whoever it is that you want to be. And again, this one comes from episode 98, Love Yourself. And it wasn't until I really accepted who I was and like loved myself that I started to see blessings. I started to see that, like, you know what, this thing that at one point in time I hated is actually my gift. It's actually yeah. what connects me to a lot of people can actually so and that's how I choose to lead because like you said before there's so many young people below us or coming up from us and a lot more younger people coming up under you because you know you are a lot older than I am Brian but you know I'm in my, too. Don't forget that part. <laughs> yeah, true I'm in my <laughs> youth, but no but it's just important for for people to see that and to see the spectrum of things and to know that but mm -hmm. in 2019 you won the truth award Mm-hmm. What did that mean to you? It meant a lot. They actually surprised me with the Truth Award. I had been DJing the Truth Award since its inception. So at that point, um, six years, and I was on slate to DJ again that evening. And I had already stepped outside and was ready to be in the foyer and ready to play music for everyone to come out and celebrate. But my manager was trying to get me to come back in. And I was like, what you want me to come back in for? She's like, come back in. And I'm like, all right. Like, I'm like, so I sit at the back of the ballroom, just like, what does she even want me in here for? I've seen this program. I know what happens at the end. It's time for me to get this party started. And then they begin with this whole video montage of, of, of describing why I was the recipient of the social uh, of social activist award of sorts. And um, my I call them my gothas, my gay fathers, uh, Glenn and Steve. And they're such a, an amazing example because they are uh, 59 years old, both of them, and they've been together for 39 years. So next year, they both celebrate their 60th birthday and they celebrate being together for 40 years. And these are two black men, you know what I mean? And I think it's so important important to see examples of what partnership looks like. Mm. You know, people always like, oh, they must have an open relationship or they must not be black. No, no that neither, of those, neither of those things are applicable. You know, it's important to if you want to be something, you have to see it first. Mm. And so, you know, seeing them as, a, as an example of what it looks like to be in a loving, committed relationship, homeowners, both of them are engineers, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it it's just so important. And I've previously been in a long-term relationship myself. And, you know, although that no, that's no longer the case, it still gives me very much the foundation of just like, I know what partnership was going to feel like, and I know right. what it's going to look like, because I have an example of that. So at any rate, they presented the award to me, and I mean, man, they 
I felt like I was uh, I was at the Grammys or I felt like I was <laughs> <laughs> like I was like at BT or the Golden Globes or something because you know when they do the little little interstitial and they have a, they have all this footage of you they pull in from different parts of your life I'm like right. where the hell did y'all even get this stuff from you know and all my friends were there giving testimonials on the video and then they brought my younger my youngest cousin on board he's nine years old and the moment he came on there I just broke down I was I was a G beforehand but then when he got on the screen I started crying because he's only nine years old and he lives in my hometown of Baltimore and like I live in LA but anytime I'm on the east coast for a gig whether I'm doing Good Morning America or DJing something in DC and sometimes even though I'm all the way in Atlanta I will make my way to Baltimore to spend time with him because I know how important it is for him to have a, a black male role model in his life you know and I just do my best to make sure that he's going along the right path and so for his mother to know I'm getting awarded this truth award and want to make sure that he speaks on my behalf it just it just sent me but uh, they honored me for creating safe spaces and environments where everyone's welcome via the block party and they honor me for, for you know being an activist and a change agent surrounding breast cancer prevention awareness with our nonprofit organization Beast to Be Breast Cancer and it just meant a lot it meant a lot because oftentimes people within the LGBTQ plus community are uh, highlighted for being caricatures or the butt end of a joke or someone who is just a, a typecast so to be honored for creating value for other people within our community that meant so much to me you know what I mean and uh, you know the, the event happens once a year thrown by the Brother Brothers of LA and they acknowledge someone within the LGBTQ black community in different sectors whether it be entertainment business policy procedure making uh, process whether it relates to politics you know so many so many different sectors where you see us making a difference but oftentimes we don't get that recognition and so that's why the organization is just so important and so it meant a lot it was it was incredible you know and on the final clip that I have pulled it comes from okay again the casual tea segment um, episode 99 redefined and Aman and I were talking about the Tokyo Olympics and there was the controversy regarding uh, swimming caps and you know how that there were a lot of more people of color in these swimming fields and they had requested to have different caps to fit their hair and it was necessarily denied and we really kind of sort of related that to a lot of real life things that people of color uh, experience even in the workplace and I just thought it was a really good clip uh, to end on. We come in different shapes, sizes and colors and I thought the Olympics was supposed to represent the world, represent each country, the people that are in and listen, if this is how these young ladies and men choose to wear their hair it's very much giving me you're at work and your supervisor uh, pulls you to the office and says like, hey, you gotta cut your braids out they're not professional that's exactly that's exactly what it's giving so you know and it's just like well i'm sorry please define what professional uh is you know because that's you know when we talk about coding and we and we talk about uh bias and we talk about you know you, you know these are the type of things that we go through like you know I, and that was told to me before because i you know i was when i was rocking brace oh it's not professional tell me where it's not please tell me because exactly. I, and how do they think that these swim caps are going to, like it's, it's the same thing with how is this going to help us how is this going to help, help us if anything it's adding more freaking volume to the headspace which is going to get more drag, which is going to make them slower. And we, so, I mean, listen, that, that I'm just reporting news. And so, yeah, that's, 
It's a lot. Ooh, now, I know Purple Pants Posse. That were the, the 10 clips that I could come up with that really resonated with me when I looked back on uh, this last year of the podcast. However, baby, I could have went on for a hundred more clips. But, you know, I just wanted to just get you the gist of and to see the growth of the podcast in the last year. The fact that we've been able to curate this space of acceptance, the space of love, this space that we can have somewhat difficult conversations that we can have. We can let our hair down and have fun. And I'm so honored to be your host of this podcast. Um, I don't want to get emotional because you know your baby boy can, but I am um, when I look back and think about when we started the maiden voyage and here we are today celebrating the two year anniversary of the podcast. I am just so grateful uh, for Rob for giving me this opportunity. I'm so grateful to the Purple Pants Posse that tune in every week, that listen, that support me. I'm so grateful for my regular contributors that come on and help me grow the podcast. And uh, I just, I really am so honored that you guys listen, that you guys see me. And you know, throughout my life, I've struggled with being heard and being seen and I feel that everything happens for a reason and you know I am just so blessed that I have a platform that I am heard by thousands okay and I just I am we're not how that Mary J. Blige song go not Gonna cry, I'm not gonna cry, I'm not gonna shed a tear. Okay, holding it in, posse, because I um, I, I just am. I, I can't believe that we're here on two years. It it just is something that I never would have imagined, and especially not imagined creating a space and having amazing people that. We go together, okay? We all on a road to a better us. And I look forward to celebrating three, four, five, six more years, okay? Because we go together. But I really want to just send a special thank you to my Purple Pants interns. Uh, the podcast has grown so much that Bet the boy can't do everything uh, alone. And so I have a team of amazing people. And I just, you know, want to thank them all. Audrey, all of the hard work that you do every week. Sophia, okay, shout out to the boyfriend, Matt. I appreciate everything that you do. Chelsea Cohen, baby. Girl, you're the best. Okay. Evan Saucy, I appreciate you. Michael. Baby boy, okay, Trey, I I am so grateful. And that is kind of like my core team at this point that holds your baby boy down, that helped me out where I am weak. They ensure that I am strong. And I am just so grateful. And, you know, as the years go, listen, we're going to need some more purple pants interns, okay? So if you want to help your baby boy out, if you want to join the posse, the posse posse, you know what to do. Hit that purple pants podcast gmail.com and let your baby boy know. But seriously, I am so 
honored to be your podcast host. I know you like, baby boy, you just said that already, but I, I don't think you guys know how much this podcast means to me. I don't think you know how much you guys mean to me. Anytime y'all send me a DM, anytime, like, you know, I try to respond to everybody. You know, we get emotional in them DMs. You know, we be cracking up in them DM, but you know, I try to, you know, I, I really put my all into this podcast and I really share my troops. And I can't tell you how many times my friends, my mom, my sister, have called me and said like I listened to the podcast this week I never knew that I never knew that's how you felt like you know and that's just a testament to the fact that I truly try to bring my authentic vulnerable real ratchet sassy hoish self to the podcast each week and it's because of the love that you guys give me okay so listen here's to another year of the purple bears posse hey Hey, hey, do the sticky leg. Hey, hey, do a twerk, 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 twerk. Ha, ha, yes, that's me catching my breath because I'm old and it's quarantine waist auto. Let me catch my breath. Ha, 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 ha. Let's go. Oh, oh, it's our anniversary. E, 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 e. Yes, love you guys. Thank you so much. And here is to many more years, even though I'm going to still be in my mid to early 20s okay don't at me <laughs> it's lunchtime at tim hortons and we're serving up a special deal just for you our new 5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips because what's lunch without a little crunch and the sandwich choice is all yours like a ham and swiss chipotle chicken wrap blt and more made to order just the way you like it Tim Horton's new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. The following message is brought to you by... Give me a B. B. Give me an A. A. Give me an R. R. Give me a B. 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 Let me hear it. B-A-R-B, bar, bar, bar. B-A-R-B, bar, bar, bar. Hi, everyone. It's Miss Barb. And I'm happy to say that it's our second anniversary here at the Purple Pants Podcast. Yes, I'd said second anniversary. You know that old saying, time flies when you are having fun? Well, from my vantage point, it has been not only fun, but an honor to be a part of this wonderful journey. I want to congratulate Bryce on his success of the podcast. His determination to follow his vision and stepping out on faith. His courage to let the world know that he is a proud black gay man who just happens to be my son. For anyone who has listened to his podcast, I know you have laughed yourself silly. You've cried. You agreed with or disagreed with, along with looking at the world through a different lens as presented to you by Bryce. Bryce, you are such a gift. And at times, I am in awe of your talents, your compassion for all humanity, and your love 
for giving to those in need. I want you to continue on your path of becoming a better Bryce. Following your dream and never, ever looking back. But know this, as your mother, I'm so very proud of you and I will always have your back. God has a plan for you. And the Purple Pants Podcast, it's only the beginning. So, my son, continue rising and shining. Happy second anniversary. Love you. Okay, y'all, I wasn't ready for that. I thought my mom was going to do a regular Barb's message. And so I just had to come all year because now Barb didn't got your baby boy crying. I um I received that so much, mommy, and I love you. And thank you so much uh for encouraging me and showing me the way all throughout my life. I know I've not been an easy child to raise, uh, but um, yeah, I I just want to say thank you. Booster Freak, Booster Freak, Booster Freak of the Week. Who's that? Who's that? Who's that freaky, freaky, freak? Who's the freak of the week? Might be me, might be you, might be And we are on to this week's Freak of the Week. Ladies and gentlemen, the Freak of the Week this week is my brother, my bestie, the only man that I know is obsessed with me, the one and only Bryce Isaiah, ladies and gentlemen. He can be the Freak of the Week every single week, let's be real, but it's his show, so he has the ability to nominate others to be Freak of the Week. Okay, I get it. But I have two reasons why this fool, Bryce Isaiah, is the Freak of the Week. Firstly, my brother's the freak of the week because it's the two-year anniversary of the Purple Pants Podcast. My man's been getting freaky with the Purple Pants Podcast and the Purple Pants Posse for two years. Congratulations, my boy. Keep climbing. Keep doing what you do. Ding, 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 ding. I forgot my bell. Ding, 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 ding. But it's all good. We can improvise. Congratulations on two years, brother. Keep doing your thing. Okay, now that that's out of the way. The real reason why Bryce Isaiah is the freak of the week. I know that y'all saw Bryce's Instagram. Bryce done broke the internet. It was a travesty. My eyes needed a timeout. Bryce needs a timeout. The bubbles in that bathtub needed a timeout. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, please refer back to Bryce's Instagram post. His most recent, maybe, I don't know. At this time, it may be his most recent. But this fool posted an image of him in a bathtub, hanging out of the bathtub, goodies all out, bubbles all over him. There were more bubbles on him than in the tub itself because the bubbles were trying to escape the bathwater because they were trying to get away from Bryce. And he broke the internet with this image. I was this close to throwing my phone out the window when I saw it. This fool, let me give you some backstory. It's, it's, it's painful to rehash, but I'm going to just go ahead and do it. We go to Atlanta, me, Bryce, and Joey, to make some deliveries on a Beaver Unlimited trip. 
We stop by my best friend Angie's crib. Everybody is in the basement watching TV, enjoying themselves, chilling, hanging out. Me and Joey look at each other like, where is Bryce? Where is Perp? Where did Perp go? We have no idea. Did Perp, who is known and famous for doing Irish exits, did he just Irish exit us in Atlanta? Who knows? So me and Joey decide to do some research. We start looking around the house, trying to find where Perp is. Is he in the pantry eating some snacks, eating some candy, eating the kids candy and fruit by the foots? No, he's not there. Is he in the bathroom taking a number do stunner? No, he's not there. So then we go upstairs to Angie's bedroom and we open the bathroom door and Perp is inside there taking a bath in Angie's bathtub. Would you believe it? Would you believe? Well, the Purple Pants Posse probably does believe it. And I should I should have went to the bathtub first looking for this guy. But so we find this man in the bathtub. Then we run out of there because our eyes are very angry with us. And I guess Bryce finished having his bath and that was that. So that's what happened when I was in Atlanta. I don't know if I will ever invite Bryce to Atlanta ever again, but that's what happened. Congratulations, Bryce, on two years of the Purple Pants podcast, and you're not ever coming to Atlanta with us ever again. If Bryce's two-year anniversary is the freak of the week, along with that other thing, this means we're coming to the end of another amazing podcast. If you haven't already, please make sure you subscribe to the Purple Pants podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, or wherever it is that you find your podcast. Bryce's Uncle Pookie's riding around Philly. You can get the subscription from him, too. Make sure you give your baby boy Bryce some five stars, write a review, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend that it's a, it's a, it's a anniversary 2.0. Congrats to my boy Bryce. Wendeezy is out. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better listen in public, might make your stomach hurt. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to unwind, you better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to get your snack, you better hurry right back, though. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.